0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Cassie and I will be the DM of this episode. Not only will I be DM today, but I also I will also be one of your judges. Don't worry, I won't be judging you today though. Today I'm here to judge some very good, very talented dogs. As I'm sure you all know, Thanksgiving just passed and that means the National Dog Show also just passed. And watching this, uh, this dog show is like my favorite family tradition for Thanksgiving, but... Honestly, the judges at this event don't always make the right decision, and that's why I thought for our U-20s Thanksgiving celebration, we would take over the job as judges and make our own national dog show, or should I say a national dog show? Thank you. That's the proper response to that. I can't make this decision of bested show on my own, though, so it's too big of a responsibility, and I brought my friends in to help me. First judge I'll introduce is a certified dog mom who is always ready to make an Instagram post. It's
1: hi hello hi i I'm hate caitlin. this version. is this the no, sweetie I, dog mom i was gonna be but now i'm gone i've gone <laughs> okay, and I'm, I'm back as me which i, I was just ready to dogs. call her off as a judge i was ready to be like this one's not right you can't because you are not in charge <laughs> cassie i'm here as a good dog mom uh-huh. who loves to dress my dogs up and just appreciates all the good dogs so yes, yes hi i'm caitlin I'm you here. do I would like you to try
0: to be the snooty dog person as we judge these dogs because oh. I would just like you to keep that for even five seconds of seeing a dog.
1: Oh no! To I be
0: snooty that. about a dog.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I also have another ju- friend here. Um, she's a recent dog owner who was maybe fooled by the breeder and brought a horse instead.
2: It's hey, what's up? It's books. Yes, I definitely did not bring home a puppy. I still call him a puppy, but man, this this boy is he's big he's so. very big yeah very sweet
0: and um maybe only like 10 percent dog i would say <laughs> the rest may be polar bear or something
2: <laughs> something else there's something else in him he he has some dog-like behaviors but he's also like uh the sweetest monster so half like
0: a good gremlin whatever yeah. that would be a reverse gremlin
2: Yeah, he's he's a reverse. He's a cuddly. I mean, he's a booger sometimes. This morning, he woke me up at 4.30 and demanded to go outside seven times. Never once went potty. Just (laughs) wanted to be outside so all my neighbors could see me and, you know, my sweatpants as the sun slowly started to rise. What a good dog. Yeah, That's what a good
0: dog does. All right, my friends, uh, for today's episode, as I said, we will be making our own dog show. And how we're doing that is that I've created a little presentation for us to look uh, look at for our competing dogs. Um, and they are all, of course, separated by their groups, working, terrier, toy, sporting, etc. Um, I've also created one extra bonus one because it should exist. That one's towards the end. We'll get to it. Um, and I will have you both describe a dog that you're seeing. And then you have to pick... A dog from that group that you'd like to champion and argue for and decide which one continues to move on. If you guys decide you both like the same dog, you'll roll a d20 to determine who gets to argue for that dog. Uh, that's for our dog competition though. Um, as I said, we have a normal show that we also have to do here besides dogs, (laughs) (laughs) which normally isn't as sad of a phrase as it is right now. Um, but I'll go ahead and explain how our normal show works. Uh, we have an adventure log, which is a list of 20 talking points slash quests as DM. I will roll a D 20 and whatever number I roll on that dice will determine what from that log we will talk about as DM. Not only do I get to roll the dice, but I also give points out to my friends after each roll. These points are based solely on how much I liked what they brought. And if they bring something I don't like, I can also deal damage. And when dogs are involved, it's bound to get heated. So damage might actually be given today. I don't know, unless we all just share the same dog opinions. Um, But back to our dog show. It's a very important task, and I want us to be great at it. So let's start this off with sharing our crit fails. That way, we can only go up from there. Uh, Can you guys tell me how you failed this week?
2: Uh, So I have forgotten how to travel. It's been a long pandemic and I have not been on a plane in quite some time. The last time I was on a plane, like it was with my parents. So they just, I became like a 10 year old again and just got to follow behind them through the whole process, which is very nice. Uh, Yeah. Literally like sat in the little chair waiting for our plane to be called. So while I played my Switch video game, so (laughs) it was, it was childhood (laughs) revisited, but uh, now I'm an adult again and I have to travel on my own. And I thought I was doing everything right. Like, we got our luggage packed. We checked in for our flights. We're all good. I forgot to um, book parking, however. Mm -hmm. And uh, we live in a very crowded airport area. We're flying out of one of the most crowded airports in the entire world on one of the busiest holidays to travel. So, um, yeah, I had a fun scramble booking parking at a parking place I've never been to don't know how mm. the service works pervert aren't so great guys wish me luck at this travel adventure um to be yeah. fair the last time when you did
1: get like the good standard parking you were supposed to get like a bunch of stuff and then like they couldn't find your car they didn't wash your car and everything so I mean like I feel like Honestly, the bar is low if the bar is keep your car safe we We spent
2: three hours in a parking garage waiting for them to find our car and them telling us we don't have (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And me losing my shit in front of this poor family and starting to curse because I was so tired.
0: I mean, that's fair when you think you're losing a car. So hopefully this And like 20
2: minutes of waiting would have been okay. Three hours of waiting wanted to just cry.
0: A bit much. (laughs) How could they not find it in three hours is absolutely wild. But yeah, you know, maybe this lot is just easier to find your car. Maybe there's no maybe. hidden trapdoor. Maybe or I cars. need to stop
2: going off of reviews and just, you know, whatever the universe has for me. Exactly. Is.
1: Let the universe guide you. Now I think thinking. that's what you need to pull out of this. And I'm hoping that I hear great reviews from you regarding this place. Mm-hmm. From the universe, too.
2: From the universe and me.
1: Um, well, the universe wasn't really on my side with my fail, which is um, Cassie was... Very much part of this as well. Oh, great. Um, Loving that. (laughs) Well, I feel like we both failed. Great. Loving it even more. uh, You didn't know this, but you have two fails this (laughs) week. (laughs) No, she knows. Believe me, she knows. (laughs) We went and saw a comedy show recently. And um Mm. and uh Cassie, one of your favorite comedians, was there, and Uh we did not expect them to be there. This comedy show was very small and very chill and intimate, which means that most of the audience comprised of family, friends, and colleagues of the comedians. And then there was us. Just the little people from out of town. And out of town, I mean just like a couple towns over, but it was enough to be an outsider here. It took ah. us 40 minutes to get there. Um, and But it was enough for yeah us to be outsiders. So when the show ended, everyone went outside and was hanging and chilling. So Cassie and I had the opportunity to go up to these people because they were standing literally like feet away from us, like two feet away from us to talk to them and be like, Hey, like introduce ourselves. You love your show. Anything like that. Cassie and I stood there, (laughs) I think for 15 minutes staring at each other. (sighs) Mm -hmm, Do we do it? Do we, do we do it? Like rocking back and forth. Like, like you're going to start jump roping. Yeah. Um, like trying to time the double Dutch and we never did it. We never talked to them.
0: No. Um, And it's one of those situations where you can, again, because everybody knew each other and there was the two who didn't know you and also kept doing sideways glances to everybody. Like they knew we wanted to approach them,
1: but just never did. Yeah. And then walked away in shame. We sit there long enough where they will know our eyes because we had masks on, (laughs) but they will know like our face and our Our panic, our panic, our panic body like structure. And I feel like if they were to see our panic body structure ever again, which if we did run into them, that would happen. They would know. They would be like, ah, oh, yes, I remember. This I feels remember. familiar.
2: <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry, but I'm also so disappointed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, same. me too. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it was it was very disappointing.
0: It was it's a weird intersection between like they're not really famous, but I look up to them. But they can also be a peer Both if I them, ever
1: talk to them. <laughs> Both of them were were famous enough though for us to bring them up on the pod like in segments Mm -hmm. like we have both brought these i guess we can bring it up later but we brought up these people that we were super excited about and we didn't say hi but we stood enough where they will know us (laughs) because our energy energy, recognizable exactly
0: we did stand in their presence at the very
1: least fucking breathe their air through masks (laughs) safely safely through
2: masks but we did breathe their air (laughs)
0: um yeah so that is one of my fails i did forget about that too oh good the fact that we stood there for so long so so awkwardly so
1: long awkwardly like I was like, I'm going to fucking do it. She's like, don't you dare.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> then I would have to follow you. And I didn't know what to say. I wanted to say too much. And I was like, I can't open that up right now. I can't have. I can't be that vulnerable to this person who doesn't know me. As I've stood here for 10 minutes. <laughs> the longer
1: it, we waited, the worse it got. Because <laughs> <laughs> now they're already judging you.
2: no they yeah, have preconceived ideas. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was fun. So that was one of my fails. Another one was that um, Guess Who Slept Through? Work starting again. It was your girl. Woke up as work was, so I was supposed to be at work. Which then threw me into a panic. So I uh, quickly changed clothes and then threw, like, my toothbrush and everything uh, just in my bag. I was like, I'll find a time <laughs> oh, no. at work to get ready. And that is where was the real problem, was the fact that I said I would try to get ready at work because I, of course, got found out, like, they like they needed me as soon as I was trying to brush my teeth in the bathroom. And for some reason, the fucking freaks heard me brushing my teeth in the oh. bathroom. And they were like, hey, are you homeless right now? And I was like, <laughs> No. And then they were just concerned about my life choices as to why I couldn't be brushing my teeth at my own house and was instead at work doing this. So just say like you
2: know your coffee breath was really bothering you. Like just make up a a lie. I should have. Also, you don't need a
1: lie for brushing your teeth. Like good oral hygiene is great.
0: Yeah, exactly. But also, I did show up at like eight thirty. And then at like 8.35, I was brushing my teeth and they're like, the fuck is
1: wrong with you? <laughs> I feel like that, that spells the story out. You don't, yeah, you don't exactly. need me Yeah, exactly. I was running out the
2: door, here. but I wanted my teeth to be clean. Be grateful in case we have to, you know, work close together later.
0: Yeah, this, you're right. This is on them. Fuck them. Yeah. They're the weirdos in this situation. That's right, Cassie. Yeah. Quickly turned on that one. All right. Um, those are great fails, you guys. But uh, let's get this show started because, you know, we got to get to those dogs. Uh, let me go ahead and roll. Okay, I rolled an 18, which is going to be,
1: what do you love? What do you guys love? We brought this up last week, um, kind of, but I want to bring it up fully. I love cheesy rom-coms.
0: We know this. I fucking we know this about love
1: you. cheesy rom-coms. So the one we brought up last week was Love Hard, which I don't think we need to dive into much harder. <laughs> um but it's just basically a love story that starts with a catfish. And that's all you need to know. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I fucking loved it. It was a good movie. Um, but I want to focus more on a movie that I watched last night. This, okay. And this movie, mm-hmm. it's called Little Italy. Oh, God. Oh, so so got 20,
2: so many bad reviews.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's got my heart. Just <laughs> a little it? slice of me heart. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why it got me. First of all, I got to tell you, it came out in 2018 and the two stars are Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen. Mm, So, you know, that's why, you know, Anakin, like I, I, I have to be there for Anakin.
0: Like you he's the chosen one. Like, <laughs> how was he in okay, a rom-com
2: setting?
1: Oh my! They just like fondled him like the whole time. <laughs> weird. There, weird was, choice. there was a weird moment where he. I was feel like we should also pop.
2: explain that this is a retelling of like Romeo and Juliet by two competing Italian family companies. <laughs> have you seen this Great. movie? Great. No, I have watched the trailer as it played, and I was not scrolling through Netflix because I got s- distracted by like a text message. And you know uh-huh. how it plays the little trailer and stuff. I have. Watched watched the trailer on a loop that I was able to piece together the whole plot.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's essentially all dot coms. They give you everything the in a trailer. trailer. <laughs> she is ready they for this. They give you everything in a trailer. But yes, it is. It is all set in Little Italy in Canada. Um, <laughs> Little Italy in Canada. In Canada. In Toronto. I didn't know okay. that detail. <laughs> this is good. Yes. You have me so far. So it's in Toronto, Little Italy. Uh, and there's two best friends. They grew up. Their families had a pizza shop together. And then there was a feud that be- came between their fathers so they split the pizza company up into two separate competing pizza companies mm-hmm. and it was, that's how you get the romeo and juliet because the one family doesn't want you to hang out with the other family but the moms hang out together the grandparents hang out together and the kids all hang out together but the, the dads are like you can't do this so they like try to police it um, but the whole other families are
0: already hanging out Yeah. So it's just dad's yelling from the
1: background with no nothing happening. Don't talk Mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. Okay. It's it's dad's trying to say you still have me then? It's dad's (laughs) trying to say that they are like the head of the household, but every single time the mom's like, No, you're not Fantastic. (laughs) I let you do this. I'm still Um, in so far. And um so these two best friends, they grew up together and then they kind of grew apart and one moved to London. The other one still is Canada and Little Italy. And being all Italian, Hayden Christensen, mm, I would say, mamma mia, very good.
2: <laughs> um, they both are chefs. Neither
1: of them look
2: like Italian in my mind. So that's so, also funny.
1: <laughs> Hayden Christian's the only, Christensen is the only like Italian speaking one. Um, they have him speak Italian. Yes. Can he speak but Italian? He has an Italian accent. Is it like that? It is on and off, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think it distracted from the movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no one else has it, even
1: his own family. members? first, no, all the family has it, but it, like of Emma Robert, Emma Roberts does not even try to do an Italian accent.
0: W- that's the better choice. Yeah. That
1: Why that was would the they right They're in Canada. <laughs> It has no Why effect. not? It's just another place. <laughs> They're Italian. It's like being Italian like, I'm accent. from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, it's a good movie. You should watch it. You can see how um, Emma so Roberts' doubtful. character and Caden Christensen they come back together and, and see what happens. Who knows? Who at, fucking knows? At any point do his arms and legs get chopped off. <laughs> no, but he gets close to a camel at <laughs> one point, and I got really excited. Is it close <laughs> was to like, a camel? Candle. Oh, I was like, you're yeah. gonna burn, aren't you? <laughs> Always make him crispy. <laughs> he was around children. I and and I thought he I was like, uh, <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> is it just the joy for camel? No. He was around it. He was around like children. And I was I mean, like, are you gonna kill all of them? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. he didn't. Damn
0: it. <laughs> <damn Well, there. laughs> Spoiler. It should be like, he should always have to deal with that in every movie. I thought he should say, like, yeah, I'm going to strike
1: you down. And then, like, m- maybe he doesn't have to, but at least he says it, you know? Yeah. For sure. Makes a joke sure, about it. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Casually I love it. actually implies killing like, <laughs> children. <laughs> I love rom coms. They're fun. They make <laughs> you feel all warm and fuzzy. It's it's nice. Oh. Uh, speaking of
0: making you feel warm and fuzzy and nice. Um, Socks? Just kidding. You know I do love socks. I think we've brought that up at least five times. Least times. I think each I of us almost brought it
2: this week, actually. I almost had that, but I, I did think of a different woof.
0: Yeah, So that is a shared one that we all have. But um, this week, I want to say my love is throwing out cheesy office phrases and seeing how it either brings life to the individual or completely murders them. And it's my favorite thing to do because no matter what office you walk into, if you say like a... It's good for a Monday or whatever. The person's either going to take that as a lifeline to talk about you or completely shut down. And it's one of the two. It's either pure joy or pure hatred. And there is no in-between between between
1: saying these phrases. And it brings me a lot of joy. So what's another example of one of these phrases? Like the weather or... The w- working hard, hardly working. Of course, ah, when you walk
0: cr- down that, yeah. the alley or the hallway with somebody, and you you know do little tippy tappies when you're both walk- trying to go the same way, yeah. you just say, "Are we dancing?" And then you know they got to deal with that. That one always murders people. <laughs> that one never has a good reaction. <laughs> I, I was gonna say. say, I
2: think that would be one of like hit you with whatever I had in my hands at that moment because mm. those awkward section, like little moments kill me inside, uh, and then to have somebody comment on it. A little more dice i get a little more violent i didn't scream <laughs> loud when that happens you just scream and they are
1: oh! i respect no.
2: it. Yeah. i'm a repeat offender of that like i've had to have f- people like physically move me out of the way because i just couldn't get out of those situations um so yeah i don't like being it called to like just you just got it to, and I've just learned... barrel past me like a football
1: player <laughs> like <laughs> that's the best me? way to <laughs> exaggerate your actions and like call call aside that's what I do. I exaggerate it and like just be like, you can't fuck I get next to the wall, like you can't fucking touch me. I'm Spider-Man. And then it's like <laughs> now they think little of you, but you've gotten out of the situation. And you are Spider-Man. You gotten- might have to try that. Try it. Go to the fucking corner of the wall. Learn how to climb up it.
0: You've gotten out of this situation, but you're now in a new situation where this is everything that the people are
1: talking about for the day. I was <laughs> like I'm okay with that more than getting stuck in a hallway.
2: Okay, fair Honestly, enough. Honestly, <laughs> I don't have to make eye contact with them while they talk about me. So yeah, I am okay with this as well. And they well. know
1: next time I will choose my side.
2: Uh, so <laughs> my love is not torturing people in my office. Uh, thank you very much. My wife <laughs> is... Um, you should try something- it sometime. Actually warm and cozy. I thought Cassie's transition was gonna like top mine, but mine's actually warm and cozy. So I should have transitioned after
1: dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Because
2: my love is heated blankets. These are wonderful, wonderful inventions um, that like keep you all warm and cozy during the winter months, to be honest. I am the worst person in the world. I use heated blankets twenty four seven all year round. Um, gross. But if I, I really love too. <laughs> I really love them in the winter because I am Always freezing, um, but heated blankets are good for anybody who lives with people who like air conditioning and you do not. So
0: true that. Does it feel? I've never used one because it sounds like torture. <laughs> um, but does it get like? Too, do you feel like the cords and everything in there? Like is it uncozy?
2: They've got better with making them. So no, I don't really feel it. Like I, I slept with one earlier. I didn't even notice it, and I'm very picky about those things. And it doesn't feel like hot either you know what it feels like when you get towels or clothes right out of the dryer and they're all Mm. like nice and warm and soft that's like the feeling of a heated blanket which is just lovely in my opinion that's like the perfect thing i'm Um, adding this to my wedding registry you should you should (laughs) um because they are real good they make queen-sized ones now guys you can just get this big old blanket i just got a little throw one though because i'm cheap um and yeah they you can kind of feel the cords if you really like move around with them a lot but they're really soft and comfy and the cords are getting pretty thin inside so you barely notice them and i, love I them. always
0: i have an irrational fear of me wrapping myself up and tripping on that little cord that you plug into the wall i don't know why mm-hmm. in my sleep i feel like i'm gonna like murder myself with just that one little
2: cord i have a question uh, I do trip over it quite often. I don't really sleep <laughs> with it, though. I only, like, if it's on the couch and I'm taking a nap on the couch, I will. But it doesn't go in the bedroom because Nick would actually murder me. Fair if enough. I, if I brought that heat to the bedroom.
1: Um, I do have a question I think is on everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, if you pee, will you get electrocuted? What? Like, if you pee on the blanket? Yeah, like, let's say you have an oopsie. If You could have no, you o-
2: just asked if you spilt water that you were drinking <laughs> while, like... Um, well, <laughs> well, no, I'm getting the realistic situation. Uh, I don't think... You will. I do distinctly remember I kind of spilt water down mine once. Of course, water, and yes. And there was, <laughs> you know, very natural thing. There was no um, problem with it. And you can like spot treat the actual blanket with water. Um, okay. And when it's unplugged, of course. But they've got like that super thick, kind of really safety plug in it. So I think that prevents, you know, but I feel like if you peed right on the cord. You know, or spilled water right on the cord, you might be in some danger. Get a little <laughs> zap, zippity zap. Okay. There's
0: only one way to find out, Caitlin. Somebody's
1: got to do this for science. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. own one of these for a reason, Cassie.
2: Your wedding registry, it's though. Yeah.
1: In my wedding registry. In the future, we will find out. We will find out how this goes.
0: The world thanks you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> right, you are welcome.
2: My mind has never gone to that. I've never thought. Shit! If I how could peed you myself, not like? Uh, because the last time I peed myself, I was three. Like okay, I feel <laughs> like it's a very someone's
0: bragging over here. <laughs> like the heated blanket is very an older adult thing. So like yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it crossed anyone's
1: mind. Well, okay, but then they have older. Everyone pees their pants. <laughs> doesn't matter the age Doesn't matter the age Okay books just We've all been you, there Just because you Can hold it in Doesn't mean everyone can
2: I say so you much? know You want to register For a heated blanket I'm all for that But have you considered Depends
1: Maybe Just go ahead And add if it there were, just If they to were heated I feel like I'd pee myself Never mind Yeah,
0: yeah. you would for sure <laughs> This is a terrible idea <laughs> Don't go there Heated Depends Alright oh you guys God. Those are great It's
2: also oh, no. disturbing Oh no
0: <laughs> It's a bad product Don't do it <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, those are great wubs. I'm gonna give you guys some points for that, Caitlin. I know this is a deep wub. rom com, and Hayden Christensen is in one.
1: Yes, and it sounds absolutely garbage. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give you 25 points for that. Yes, I do. I, I honestly check it out. If you don't like the first of 10 minutes, just turn it off because that's exactly what this movie is. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds about right. Uh,
0: books. You enjoy heated blankets. Sounds like a hell device for me. Yeah. But I know you need it, so i will give you 20 points for that. Thank you. And now, you guys, if you can please go to your dog show presentation. Um, it is time for us to judge our first couple of groups here. We have entered the dog show. As you can see, our first category that we are going to go to is, of course, the Little Jumpy Boys, <laughs> a.k.a. Terrier Group. <laughs> and if you go to slide number three, our first dog that we have is the Norwick Terrier, and, Caitlin, can you please describe this little guy?
1: I fucking, God, he is such a cute little face. Little fluff ball is what I call him. He looks almost like a Pomeranian. Um, he's tan. He's like Chewbacca-esque. Um, furry as hell. Love him. Good pointy ears. Yes. And the fluffy, would you say soft fluffy or? I would say soft fluffy. He doesn't look like he has too coarse of fur. It is uh, thicker fur. Um, and he does look like he sheds a lot.
0: This is the one, one of the ones that was kind of based, they helped with Chew, um, to make Chewbacca. Yeah, this little guy. All right. And then if you go to slide number four, you will see the Airedale Terrier. wow. Books. Can you please describe this little guy? Elegant.
2: If ever there was a good puppy that was distinguished and just very, very classy and like was made for sitting on a leather chair and flipping through like a really (laughs) old book, that would be this puppy. Um, he's already got kind of a nice little handlebar mustache going. He does. Uh, <laughs> he's got really fluffy coat, good little fur on his legs too, which I really like. It gives him just, the, it adds What's to it. He's got
1: boots almost. He's yeah. They're yeah. Extra
2: fluffy. Uh, he's got a short little tail, which you can tell when he's happy, it probably just goes wild. I do um, see a teat.
1: I believe this is a she.
2: Oh, She sorry yes. she they're all, all, bo- listen, all puppies are boys the, the
0: category is little jumpy boys these are all boys okay okay yes, okay yes it's See? it's a non-gendered boys okay as everyone knows here boys
2: so um yes this this very good boy uh is multicolored. uh it got some good like golden like russet coloring and then some like dark dark brown almost looking black coloring too just beautiful very handsome The black is
1: in the center and then he has like a cone like tail
2: yeah, Very very cone-tail,
0: long face.
2: It's like a little um, upside-down ice cream cone. I wouldn't yeah. seem to him
1: to a camel with no humps. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've kind of ruined it. <laughs> okay. This poor boy deserved better. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that aside, this is a very good boy. Like okay. One. All right. Now I want to know which dog, Caitlin, would you like to champion for this one?
1: I would like to do, I would like to champion my Norwich Terrier, please. My, my tiny Chewbacca boy.
0: All right. McKenna, <laughs> would you like to fight to fight for that one? Or are you filmed the Airedale?
2: I'm feeling the Airedale. He's kind of got like a Sherlock Holmes vibe and I named my dog yes. Watson. So this is my, this is my pup.
1: This he's is your floppy,
2: He's got cute little floppy ears too. I like him. It does yeah. All
0: right, Caitlin. As I'm judging here this yep. round, you were presenting the Norwich Terrier to me. Please tell
1: me why this one should move on. First of all, we're in category of little jumpy boys. I see a boy on the table right here. He's ready to fucking jump off. And if we're categorizing him as the most jumpy, the little and jumpy, he is definitely one, smaller. Two, jumpier. I can see some spring in those toes. Three, he's got his mouth wide open, ready to smile, ready to take in every single one of his little um, fans and give them a good old lick. So I would say best little jumpy boy, Mr. Norwich Terrier. Okay. And now, we're kidding your rebuttal with the Airedale right. Terrier.
2: So my Airedale Terrier boy, it's not to be uh, just put down because he's not as little as uh, the Norwich Terrier because this jumpy boy is the perfect height for frisbee throw- throwing, I think. And, like you throw that frisbee, boy, he's going to jump up, right, catch it. And then he's so flopped, fluff- like so... I was trying to say fucking and flipping at the same time. So that was fucking uh, so fucking uh, classy and uh, distinguished that he's going to land and then just cross his little paws and just like adorable as hell as he catches that uh, Frisbee. So he's got a very, very good floofy face. Um, very good with snuggles, but also like he's like a bigger little boy. He's He's got some some height to him. And that just makes for very good jumps. Also, the fur on all his legs. Look really good as he jumps through the air and it like kind of blows in the wind.
0: Well, these were both these are both two very good dogs. Mm-hmm. Little jumpy boy, long jumpy boy, both excellent jumps. I think I'm gonna have to give that one to the Airedale Terrier to move on, just because you really got me with crossing the legs when he catches that frisbee and. That is what I truly love. The um, everybody do look
1: at Norwich Terrier though. I absolutely want one of these guys. They're so cute. They're so fucking adorable. This is the one small dog. When it was. you think it's of little jumpy, so like I feel like he, I can just see him zooming throughout this room right it now.
2: Definitely Chewbacca, but also Ewok vibes. Oh, like, a yeah. thousand percent. This yes. is this is if you really want an Ewok in real life, get a Norwich Terrier. I feel like they're pretty much the same
0: if you look up uh the brussels griffon yes. that oh, one is yes. the, the true little ewok one love it's those good, little yeah, guys i love these two are a mix between like fucked up tiny little scraggly things and i need one in my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um because there are so many or categ- er, dog groups here we are going to go on, move on to our next group our next one is of course tiniest of boys which is the toy group um mckenna If you could please go to six, which is, of course, I've already mentioned the Brussels Griffon.
2: Oh, the Brussels Griffon is okay, I I called the other one earlier a little bit of an Ewok. This one's a definite Ewok. This Ewok boy is so flipping cute. He's all like brownish red. And if you found him laying in your kitchen, you would think there was a pole attached to him. And this little boy was a mop because he's so fluffy and furry (laughs) and just so gorgeous. Uh, He's a tiny little boy with a little scrunched up face and an upturned nose. And you can tell from this image that Cassie has selected, he's a good walker. Like he's got Mm -hmm. a little pep in his step as he walks and it's very good.
0: He is, he was made for this dog show. And now Caitlin, if you please go to slide seven,
1: (laughs) we of course have to talk about the Pekingese. My Pekingese, which is my good flat, my good flat boy. (laughs) It's very flat. I, (laughs) I love it. First of all, this dog, has a little black face and a bunch of fur. Um, if you had like a wig laying on the floor, that's what this dog <laughs> looks like. <laughs> with a face. A wig with a face on the floor, and then you don't even get to see the feet because there's just so much good fur. Yeah. Floofy tail that looks like a, a like a ponytail.
0: And that is that does sum up this dog. All right. And I do want to know do you guys want to champion your own dogs or would you like to switch? God, I would books. like to
2: champion the Brussels I'm gonna Griffon. I'm
1: going to champion this Pekingese. I'm, I'm feeling I love that Brussels Griffon, but no, this Pekingese, I'm feeling it. All right. Oh, good vibes. Books, please sell me on the Griffon.
2: All right, the Griffon, if we're going for toy group puppies, this is the toyiest of them all. This is literally a toy right out of Star Wars. Uh, He is just ready to just put anywhere in your house and just be a little gift to you and brighten your day. Um, He is definitely a good jumper, good walker, good, just good, good boy. Uh, And he'd be really good for cuddles because look at all of that fur. Um, and I feel like you could just like brush his little hair around his face. All sweet, too. He's, he's very good. This toy boy. This
0: little toy boy is <laughs> absolutely perfect. And you could
1: cuddle him like a little stuffed bear. Mm-hmm.
0: Very much enjoy that. Very true. All right.
1: Dougal. Uh, my Pekingese came out here and you said you wanted to see the tiniest of boys. And my Pekingese came and said, I can do that and I can do it better than anyone else because I'm going to get lowered to the ground. He is lowered. Um, There is no bags on this bitch Um, (laughs) (laughs) all the way down. Um, Only thing that's out is that tongue Um, and the nose so cutely buttoned. Right into that Pekingese. Mm-hmm. Um and he's ready. To, he's ready to have a good time. He's ready to play a prank on your friends because he's like your friend has a wig. He's on the floor next to your friend. They try to put it on his head. It's like, uh, uh-uh, uh that's my Pekingese. That's my Pekingese. <laughs> that's my fucking Pekingese. And then the Pekingese is gonna fucking walk away and laugh. And that's that's my Pekingese, My tiny my tiny good boy. Your tiny good boy has a deeper bark than I would
0: have thought. But it is it is trying to argue right now that it is the one to win. And you know what, McKenna, your point of this toy boy is a literal toy, almost got me, but you know I love a good prank here. And the button yeah. nose, when you mention the button nose and you see how perfectly flat and squished into that face it is, it is, it's hard to deny. Mm-hmm. So, of course, right, I am going to move on to
2: picking knees in this round. Um, Sorry, I think uh, the Brussels Griffon is a little upset. So, it is angry.
0: We do got to take a break. We got to calm these dogs down, though. So, let's go ahead and go on to our normal adventure. So, I'll roll. Okay, we rolled an eight, which is going to be a Shark Tank pitch. What do you guys have to pitch me? What products? I'm ready to invest.
1: Cassie, I have one perfectly selected for the holidays. We have said goodbye Thanksgiving and hello to all the rest of the holiday season. And here we are. We have that big, huge choice in front of us. What do we get everyone for the holidays? Mm -hmm. You're going to be giving someone a gift. That's usually how it goes. So... Do you have someone in your life that is just amazing at gift giving and makes you feel like absolute dog shit when you get them something like fuzzy socks or a candle and they get you something that's so fucking personalized and hits you straight in the heart feels and you're like, fuck, I just got them socks. Are you looking to give someone you care about a really great gift, but you're really bad at picking out that right gift? Well, I've got you covered at No kidding productions. Give that special person in your life the best gift, a promise of a kidney. Not any kidney. It's Why? yours to give. We will Why? set you up with a licensed doctor to give you the promise. The promise that they will remove your kidney at any moment the recipient asks for it for whatever reason. A promise of a kidney, not a gift you can give twice. <laughs> it is definitely not one you can give twice.
2: Probably not one that you want to give in the first place unless it's needed.
0: Well, Are, so you're saying yeah? you give the gift of? A kidney.
1: Anyone's kidney? But can I give? No, 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 it's it's your kidney. Okay, it does have to be it's yours. It's personalized. Your kidney. So and this is, is person, a
2: one-time gift for one it is person. A gift.
1: Yes, one per one individual. This is one very I lucky mean, person. We will not judge you. You can give out multiple kidneys, but if someone or multiple people do call for kidneys, the doctor is licensed and you have signed for them to remove said kidneys. It's uh, a, yeah. and you
0: said, yeah, it doesn't have to, it could be for any reason. Like yeah. one day that person could just decide, like I would, like I want them to, to not have a kidney
1: on the black market. I need the, some extra cash. And then, you know, it happens. You, someone comes over, takes that kidney and um, your friend sells it on the black market and you're no longer friends anymore.
2: I feel like <laughs> you could just go sell your own kidney on the black market and then just get them a really expensive gift
1: but you're really bad at picking out gifts. So give them the this option. This is this is more touching than just a load of cash. Yeah. Okay? This is like I will
2: literally give you something that helps keep me alive. Yeah. I'm giving you a piece of me.
1: And I what is more touching than that? And I I cannot Can think of Can we like one
2: thing. downgrade if we're a little cheaper like one blood transfusion? Or like you know some bone marrow. We um,
1: are really focusing on the kidneys right now. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so maybe we will diversify soon. But at this point, we are not in the we are not in the market to okay. diversify into blood transfusions.
0: It's the most personalized gift you can get, honestly, is your own personal kidney. Sometimes
1: people will steal them from the lobby. Or not from the lobby, from like, you know, an alley. You'll go down an alley, get your kidney stole. This time you give the gift. You can have it. What is uh it? Decide to give it away. How
0: do you, is it come with a little
1: certificate? What's the presentation like? Yes, there is a beautiful certificate. The doctor is actually going to come with and present it like, yes.
2: Oh, Sorry, keep going. Finish that. And then I have a question. Oh, Oh no, continue, please. Oh, what happens, like, if the person, like, goes, like, skydiving and their parachute yeah. fails and, like, you can't retrieve that kidney now, it's it's smushed? Oh,
1: uh, the doctor is licensed and will scoop up as much kidney as they can to give it to the person that is the owner of the kidney.
0: Yeah. They will just pass on, like, you will just receive a box-o-gush and be like, this <laughs> is the kidney you were owed. This is, yeah,
1: this is by the way, it, way your friend find. is dead <laughs> <laughs> that's I what can, you're saying yes it can be presented in whatever way you want that's the great part <laughs> about the great gift of the kidney you can choose different boxes different ways of presentation um, just so your loved person knows like this you're is really the caring about them
2: darkest shark tank you have ever brought in the and the tone more of more disturbing because <laughs> <She's laughs> I think anything it. I've ever said on this
1: pod I also brought up child labor a lot, so <laughs> See, I think you need when to rethink that. You get a
0: different Caitlin during Shark Tank, okay? When it comes down to pitching these ideas, she will do whatever it takes.
1: I will give you a kidney if I care
2: about you. I think I ca- talked about a creepy boat once, and you like took off your headphones, but you have openly...
0: <laughs> Shit, uh, <laughs> black scary. market deals... <laughs> From the heart, yeah. will always, yes. always get her. Oh, thank okay, you. thank you. <laughs>
2: your, uh, I feel like today. you're going to be disappointed by your Christmas gift this year. I'm. It's terribly not a kidney. Sorry. It's not a kidney. Mine are not very good. You definitely don't want one. Um. So yeah, like, what if you have bad kidneys? Like, mine regularly produce stones. They're not. They don't function so well. Do you, Do I still have a chance? Like, I are mean, they rejected? This is your gift to give. Like, okay. If, so the gesture still stands, even if my yeah. kidneys are garbage. I know yeah. because,
1: I mean, if you gave up one of your kidneys, you'd be functioning much worse. And just know that the person that you're giving, you're like, hey, I'm willing to live my life much worse just mm-hmm. so you can have my kidney to sell on the black market or have in or, as yeah. a trophy. Or have. So touching. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. I'm going to move on to my shark tank if you're finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're that done pitching your...
1: <laughs> I guess she's not getting my kidney. <laughs>
2: I might need that. Actually, go on, please continue. (laughs) I'm doing it now. (laughs) Uh, All right, my shark tank is. I just want to say, like, maybe a little happier, but does still have to do with like buying things or like you know purchasing stuff because it's a Shark Tank. All right, we all know traveling is hard, right? Traveling just takes a lot out of you, especially like planning to travel. Once you get there, it's exciting, it's fun, but the like journey to get to a place is just exhausting and sometimes makes you question whether you want to even go there. And what's one of the hardest parts about traveling? Packing a suitcase. I don't know about you, but this is the most stressful part of traveling often. I'm always paranoid I'm going to forget something basic like underwear, I'm um, always worried. Mm-hmm. I pack like I'm going to you know, shit myself 12 days yeah. even if I'm yep. gone for yeah. Yep. four. Uh, yeah, and it's just, it's very stressful. I never know if I'm going to have like the right tone of outfits, you know? So I always bring too many because I'm worried about like, what if we suddenly go to like a really five-star restaurant and I need to dress like I'm a fucking celebrity going to the Met Gala. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's a very stressful process. So may I pitch to you, Rent a vacation wardrobe. Instead of packing a big suitcase, paying for expensive uh, luggage fees and baggage fees because they don't include those in your tickets anymore, uh, you can, days before you leave for your trip, go on rentavacationwardrobe.com and pick out outfits, twice as many as you need, if you choose, for one flat rate for your vacation. All you need to pack is your underwear, your bras, your socks, whatever um, things you like. You can even rent shoes. Through this site. They will be freshly uh, steamed, not wrinkled, cleaned, ready for you to wear for all occasions that day and delivered to wherever you are staying. So if you're staying in a hotel, you're going to walk in and the drawers are going to be filled, the closet's going to be hung with your freshly rented clothes. Uh, And you just never need to worry about traveling or packing uh enough outfits for any vacation and if there's any issue with your wardrobe items the you can simply um call someone and arrange a return of an item for an exchange if suddenly the weather changes you need you know a little bit of warmer clothing because it's the colder than you expected you can make that exchange for a small extra fee
0: this is the equivalent of having like a fairy godmother and um, I'm all for it. I love that there's a flat rate and I can get as buck as I want. There's a lot of upsides to this. And I am here for it. How
1: do you do they like like is it like Stitch Fix where you take a little quiz? No, and you have style, style profile. You, yeah. you
2: pick with what's available in the area that you're traveling to.
0: OK. So
2: they yeah. have a set wardrobe within certain cities. And what if it'll I don't tell you if it's it? already been selected. Um, they have different styles for each person, but they do acclimate the uh, type of garments for. So if you're going to like Canada in the winter, they're going to have a lot of warm clothes ready for you because it's cold and you, you need to be warmer. But if you're going to, you know, South America in the summer and it's going to be real tropical and warm, they're going to have clothes that fit that. But they're going to have many different styles. So like if you like. You know, a little bit more shiny and brighter (laughs) clothes, (laughs) uh, you can wear that. Or if you like muted tones, you can also find styles in that appropriate. uh, Mm. uh, I do have to say the downside is that there
1: is sounds like no KK Slider shirts. Is that correct?
2: Uh, I think there could definitely be plenty of KK Slider. Yeah. Depending on where you travel to.
1: Where would KK be? It depends on where you travel
2: to. Nashville. That sounds right. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. I think Nashville would be the vibe. Uh, and you know what, it just like uh, most places, you can pitch for them to acquire certain brands if you have a favorite brand. <laughs> Bring and, me you cake know, and as they develop their their uh, company, they can definitely gather these materials and make contracts with these other companies to, you know, ensure that they have those.
0: I Am all for this. I hate picking clothes. I hate packing clothes. This is ideal. Um, I have a solution that's also for these um, this holiday season. That's it mine specifically is gonna be um, you know, when you meet up and some topics, you know, sometimes your family sucks and they're gonna be- bring up some stuff you don't want to talk about. So what I'm pitching is a family gathering emergency distract- distraction plan. And this is gonna be a little kit of things that will have stuff to distract any family member that is starting to bring up something that you just want to shut down immediately. Um, So examples of some stuff that might come in the kit there. Let's say there's a pack of cigarettes for your dad when he makes a shitty comment. Oh, he'll leave forever though. Yeah. That's what you can just get him gone forever. That's pretty nice. With this one pack of cigarettes. Wow. That's a very powerful one. If you need a lower one, you can just there's be like a Sears catalog and it'll get him like so confused. He'll be like, "Sears still around?" And then he's going to start looking at all the appliances and be like, "Wow, I really miss this leaf blower. I would love to get this leaf blower." So depending on the level, if you want your dad gone forever or just <laughs> distracted for a hot hour, the, both will be in this kit for you. You decide. Um, let's say you need to get your mom distracted. There's going to be a Sexiest Man Alive People's Magazine in there. Ugh, Paul that's going to de- get her distracted for, you know, it, that can go anywhere from an hour to five hours, honestly. If you want to engage and kind of, like, get her on a tangent on one of those, one of those men on there... That will, go, that will prolong it. So um, let's say you need to distract grandma. Just throw a Werther's original out there. Just literally throw it across the room. She'll go running right after it. Um, I don't know. If you need to distract grandpa, I'm going to say like there's a fucking stick and wheel in there. I don't know what grandpa wants besides a fucking it's stick and wheel. Stick and stick wheel. It away. And Bring him back to his childhood, okay? Your <laughs> family gathering emergency if, if distraction If you want blood. grandpa
1: to go away, all you have to do is find a younger person than you so that he can teach them a life lesson.
0: Life lesson or mm-hmm. just throw some kids out on the lawn.
2: Yes. Either Honestly, way. that or turn up the TV a little bit. He'll just be distracted by what he was <laughs> complaining about and start complaining about the noise.
1: They can't um, hear anyway, so.
2: <laughs> and it, yeah, all thoughts of previous engaged conversation will go to, who turned the TV so loud?
0: it's very easy I'll bring out an Alexa that also that will get them on another tangent but that tangent's probably more fine but I could get them to just argue with an Alexa for a good like 10 hours but probably that's a
1: great idea uh, bring is. an Alexa do any of these come like in a special box where I can just purchase the box
0: yeah this is uh, these are all emergency kits you tell oh, me what oh, family members oh. are at your thing and I will prepare it. you give me a little breakdown of like you know what their interests are what it's likely to distract them and I'll personalize them for you that's amazing and the, this is just gonna be a little pack for you to take to any gathering Gatherings. It sounds Necessary. like this is something that everyone needs. Yes, 100%. One, everyone needs this. Um, all right, you guys. These were very
1: strong pitches, though. Caitlin? Kidney. Kidney gifting? It's a kidney. I, 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 yes, the gift of a, a <laughs> kidney. I did bring... The most personal... I, a
0: promise Human of a touch yes. gift you can give. Yes. The promise of a kidney. Dead or alive, you will get this kidney. It's a promise. No I matter what.
2: Knowing I, where you work now... And hearing this too, <laughs> she's in the
0: proper setting for this. We've given her too much power. Um I've I think never that's right
1: where we come from. I, I heard a story of a guy who gave a kidney to another person,
0: and you were like, "That would be such a touching, that's a gift really great gift that anybody should be able to give." Yeah, <laughs> that is um beautiful and inspiring. I'm gonna give you 120 points. Thank you. This. Thank you. <laughs> books your fairy godmother clothes options that takes away the biggest stress for me i love it as well i'm also going to give you 120 for that oh. <laughs> all right you guys it we're going to get to crunch time we're going to go back to this dog show and we're going to be here we got some doggos to get through so our next working group that's coming up or our next group that's coming up is of course our 401k boys aka the working group <laughs> so if you start at slide
1: number nine Dougal,
0: can you please tell me or describe this Great Dane?
1: (laughs) First of all, we got a, uh, I would say red color or tan um, Great Dane. The Great Dane is at the shoulders of its trainer (laughs) because (laughs) he is so tall, this good old working boy, my 401k boy. Um, I would um, say this looks like Scooby-Doo, but then again, Scooby-Doo looks like no dog. Um, And pointy ears. Um, good old long tail, strong legs, um, and, uh, like a darker face and the rest of the body is tan.
0: Mm -hmm. And it is the tiniest trainer that has presented this very, it's a big dog. Um, all right, let's go on to slide number 10. McKenna, can you please tell me about the Neapolitan (sighs) Mastiff?
2: The Neapolitan Mastiff is okay. So, you know, when you see one of those guys that's like super, super buff and kind of intimidating off first, and then like you get to know him and he's like a teddy bear. Mm hmm. That's his, that's his pup. Uh, he is very, very big. He's got some strong legs and just such a droopy, floppy face that even as he runs, his little mouth is just swaying with his footsteps. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Um, he's a grayish color. You can tell there's probably a string of drool flying behind him as he walks or runs. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Uh, tiny little ears, tiny little eyes, and a big old nose. And those paws are massive in the best way. They are insanely huge.
0: All right. Now, one of these has to move on. Would you guys like to champion your own dog? Switch it up. What are you feeling, Dougal? Great Dane. Great Dane. You good with Neapolitan or you want to fight for it? I'm good with the Neapolitan. All right. Dougal, please tell me why this Great Dane should move on. Oh, Scooby. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) It is. It is
2: Scooby-ish. Excellent point. Do (laughs) books this (laughs) massive. Listen, we're talking about working boys here, and you can tell this is a boy who works hard. He does not have necessarily the height of a Great Dane, but he makes up for it in pure muscle and passion and drive. Uh, This Neapolitan Mastiff is ready to just put all of his power and a lot of slobber behind any task you put in front of him. Um, And for that reason, he's a joy to watch, too. He's got a lot of flabby skin, and it's just fun. Um, Also very fun for late after work cuddles. 100%.
0: 100%. You know, Dougal, you know I love Scooby. <laughs> Great impression. But you know how much I love droopy, floppy skin on a big, big old boy. So I am going to say that the Neapolitan Mastiff moves on on this round. Saggy body. Saggy body. Give me the saggy bodies. <laughs> All right. Our next group is, of course, the Slam Jammers, aka sporting group. <laughs> Books, if you can go to slide 12, we have Aww. the Clumber Spaniel. Can you please describe him?
2: Oh, this is such a precious little boy. He's got very long white fur and like a little bit of reddish brown ears and a little brown nose. And he is smiling as he prances beside his owner. He is very, very happy, very fluffy, and does just look like he uh, is kind of like a proper sporting pup. I definitely don't see this pup getting like down and dirty with like a rough kind of sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but if like polo was happening or a little bit of badminton, this boy would show them all.
0: He would get in for a proper sport for sure. <laughs> all right, and our next dog that we have for this uh, group is, of course, the Irish Water Spaniel. Dougal, please describe this one.
1: Uh, I want to go back to the Clumber Spaniel and say that he looks like a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> chocolate chip cookie? <laughs> yeah, if you don't see it like in his face. He looks like a chunky chip cookie. It's all the little speckles. I love him. Anyways, <laughs> the Irish water, they're very cute. I didn't think cookie though. Okay. <laughs> well then to eat your own first of all the irish water spaniel let's go back to him um i do before i describe the dog i wanted to describe the handler who has his shirt <laughs> all the way down to his belly button unbuttoned basically <laughs> i do see this man's chest even though he is wearing a suit blazer um and the dog is actually making eye contact with his chest hair <laughs> now back to the dog <laughs> The dog looks like he's got an afro. (laughs) He's all fun and fluffy. Um, His hair's all fluffy. His ears are fluffy. Apprehension in the eyes because he does have to look at that chest hair. Um, He has his tongue slightly out. Good old tiny tail. Not floofy on the tail. um, But just good old looking poodle looking thing. But not poodle (laughs) because he's an Irish water spaniel.
0: Irish water spaniel. Books I'll let you choose first. Which dog would you like to champion? Your own or...
2: I'm going to challenge uh, Dougal, if she chooses, for the Irish Irish water spaniel. Oh, you can take
1: chest hair boy. I, I will take your clumber spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Books, please start the
0: argument.
2: All right. So this is an Irish water spaniel. And like uh, Dougal said, he is very fluffy. He's got a little bit of um, just a poodle look to him, lots of curly fur. Uh, but it is a water spaniel. And I want to emphasize on this water sports boy and the fact that if he was wet, he would probably lose about like four inches around him total, but look very, very cute still because then his fur would probably just get frizzier and fluffier as he finishes his water sports and dry off um, and would be very good at flinging water everywhere, which to me is just delightful. I know some people get very annoyed at it. I think it's so flipping cute when dogs do it. So uh, I want to just highlight how fluffy this pup is. And um, also, like, how little he probably weighs in relation to how much fur he has. He looks like a big boy who's probably maybe
0: 30 pounds. Uh-huh. Agreed. It's
2: All delightful. right, Dougal.
0: You argue for this
1: chocolate chip boy. My chocolate chip. <laughs> um. First of all, the happiest fucking boy out here. Um. He's going to dunk on all of his, like his uh his competition and then he's gonna smile afterwards and he's gonna be the one that you are gonna think when you go back to the locker room this guy's gonna be a dick when i meet him no he is the nicest dog big old hugs slobbery happy puppy that just gives you the big old loves and then dunks on you like uh, the coolest motherfucker you ever met is a clumber spaniel spaniel
0: Agree, Chalky Chip, the glue club peanut.
1: <laughs> I don't see the Chalky Chip. He has a brown nose and a will white body with a bunch of little speckles
2: around what his kind nose. What white chocolate chip. chip cookies are you eating? Are they raw? <laughs> Do they have no brown sugar? She's the sugar? most
0: insulted I've ever seen her <gasps> in this comment alone.
1: <laughs> I think you need to think about the names that I've named my animals. It's peanut butter, <laughs> Snickers, <laughs> and then we have Nelson and Murdoch, but. <laughs>
0: I do think it is, um, I, I don't see the chalky Chip, but I am going to move the Clumber Spaniel on yes, this one. He's just making a chip. great connection here. Um, all right, I'll go ahead and switch things up here because we got a lot of groups to go through. I'll go ahead and have you guys, um, instead of just describing them, we'll just go ahead and go straight to Champion William, I'll just assign them to you guys. So our next group, of course, are the Barky Boys, a.k.a. Hound Group. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roof. Dougal, oh. please take the Grand Basset Griffon Vanden. Oh, my
1: God. He looks like a little sea laddie um, is what I would describe him as. He's got some good old droopy ears, um, white body. Ears are gray. Face is gray. Looks like he was almost wearing a mask. Um, And he is beautifully small. He's probably, mm, I'd say, two feet tall, maybe 30 pounds. Um, Scraggly little boy. Love him very much. And is this, these are all the reasons, scraggly and little are the main reasons he should move on? Oh, he has a mustache. Um, mm-hmm. He looks like he could uh, manage a vessel and he could, Um, he would really be able to uh, bark up the storm on any boat. Scare away
0: all the sirens.
2: Yes, correct. Oh, Jesus.
0: And McKenna, you will take on the Borzoi.
2: The Borzoi. I would like to point out that if you removed three letters from Borzoi, you do get boy, which is, um, you know, the the proper spelling for the Barky Boy. Yeah. Uh, And this Barky Boy is just so tall. Like, you know, I think I brought home a horse. This is also a horse puppy. Uh, He's got a very long face, very long legs, a big old floofy tail. Uh, A little bit of grayness around his ears, I think, uh, which is very, Mm -hmm. very cute. Um, And I feel like he's able to kind of use his whole body as like a nice echo chamber for his little (laughs) howls and barks. Like he's just got a long way to build up that sound. And that's very, very good for the barky boy. Um, Also, he just looks like he's very good at running. So if you need someone to like protect your whole house or whole yard, he's going to get from corner to corner real fast and make those good, good barks.
0: This is for sure. You have made excellent points. I do personally want and need a Grand Bassett Griffon Vendine in my life, yes. but I, it is going to be this Borzoi that moves on. God, this Borzoi, Borzoi, borzoi. it is the boy for this one. God, he just is <laughs> such like a elegant, long boy, so elegant, regal odd. boy. Okay, we are now going to move on to our pedicure and chill boys, aka non-sporting group
2: books. Can you please tell me oh. about the Sharpay? Oh. <laughs> The Sharpay is a boy that has all our hearts because he's so freakly and lovely. this is this is a brown brown bodied a little bit of a blackish fur on the nose short haired boy. Got some good muscles good droolies too but the best part about their sharpay uh is that he's a pedicure and chill boy because he's just gonna plop down on the couch next to you and let you admire all of the wrinkles on his face his floppy little ears and all the wrinkles around his eyes he's just gonna chill there while you count them you smoosh them together a little bit more you should like you do all the little pets to them he is gonna be totally fine with you admiring how wrinkly and adorable he is um just very good very good chill pedicure boy
0: very chill, pedicure boy with great wrinkles. All right, our next dog that we have is, of course, the miniature
2: poodle. <laughs> no, doodles, please. Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the picture this is that- <laughs> me when I get a haircut <laughs> and they try to, like, blow out my hair to straighten it. <laughs> the picture that Cassie has chosen is fucking fabulous. First of all, tiny poodle, scared to fucking death. <laughs> the biggest little scared, big eyes, um, a little button nose, biggest mohawk on this pup these ears the hair on these ears are so long and fabulous if if she turned her head she was gonna whip everyone with that fabulous hair (laughs) now the legs we get to the legs they look like spring chicken legs Um, (laughs) (laughs) and the way that this dog has been groomed it looks like she's got some fashion boots on and then nothing no knees nothing on her knees knees are free and then just is a simple loaf of fur um, a little white fur so this is the miniature poodle And I love Sharpays (laughs) because our boy is part Sharpay and that dog looks like our dog.
0: All right. It is, this is, um, maybe a favorite category. So of course the Sharpay is going to move on Got to move on, got to move on, but strong, strong contender with this little poodle. All right. Our next, um, group is of course gather round them gatherers, AKA the herding group. Dougal, can you please
1: tell me about the Burger, burger Picard? Burger Picard. First of all, Spock,
2: you Live longer, mm-hmm.
1: Um Fluffy little hound. It uh, looks like a hound. It looks like a little fox. Looks like a tiny mm-hmm. little fox. Um, so fucking cute. Little ears up in the air. <laughs> Cutest little face and nose. Also looks like he would be a big old cuddler. Um, it also looks like he has a ton of energy. Um, I am loving this boy and ev- all the vibes that he's giving. He's just chill as hell, but also ready to fucking take any like sheep down and bring mm-hmm. him into the herd. He
0: will gather indeed. All right, books, you have the cardigan and Welsh Corgi.
2: Alright, my gathering uh, gathering herding pup uh, might not be the fastest, or if he is the fastest, might get a little winded, because this is a chubby boy, and we love that this is a chubby boy. (laughs) Uh, He looks a little startled in the photo, and I also love that Uh about him, because he kind of looks like he's surprised he's even there, and it's very endearing. (laughs) He's got uh, lots of fluffy fur. It's gray and brown and white, and it's just chubbing around his short little legs, and it's adorable, and he's so fluffy and snuggly looking. We don't get to see that cute corgi but what we know it's there he's also got short little perked up ears um and just sweet little eyes and this this boy like i said might not be the fastest herder might get a little winded but he's going to get the job done
0: he's indeed going to get the job done and he is very surprised that he's here and not surrounded by cows and you know i respect (laughs) that it is going to be this little we have regal versus surprised and Surprise is going to move on this round all right, our final group is a group all of our own on this unnational dog show. First time debuting is of course Mop Group because it should be its own category. Um, <laughs> Dougal, can you please talk about the bearded collie?
1: Yes. Okay, I talked about my little sea shanty boys, my little um, uh, like boat boys. This one is seriously the dog from like little mermaid i think it is just a good old uh, white puppy with long fur like you can go by and braid all this hair and give this dog some good ass braids um and he's got the little happiest face looks like he's got a big old mustache too because he's just got so much fur on that face love him
0: very big mustache on this boy and books can you please present the commodore
2: the Commodore, if you've not seen this, please drop everything and go get to Google and look up this sweet, sweet boy because he is a literal walking mop. You can't, this boy is still thriving and entering these competitions and I'm not even sure he can see. He's got <laughs> white, uh, just thick, thick, uh, just thick, thick. Bulks of hair, I don't even know how mm-hmm. to describe it. Bulks Dreads. of fur, sort of, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful fur, uh, all clumped around his whole body, and it's just waving and wagging beautifully through the air as he runs. And all you could really see aside from that, like you can't even distinguish legs on this little boy, uh, is his little nose and tongue, which is sticking out. Um, it's very, very cute, but yeah, this this Commodore is just a, a walking mop, absolutely a walking mop. <laughs> he looks literally. like literally
1: where to go close enough to your car that you would get a nice little wash. You would be mm-hmm. great at washing your car. Dust
0: um, all your
2: floors. Just good whatever
0: away. whatever you need. He's your cleaning buddy. Mm-hmm. Um this group, obviously, the Commodore has to win the M.O.P. group. It was kind of made for him. It's probably why it doesn't exist, because he is the most M.O.P. Um, mm-hmm. But now that we have the, each one that moved on from each of these groups, we do have to, course, name Best in Show. So out of these winners, I want both of you guys to pick one dog. And if we agree, obviously, that one automatically moves on, or you fight for that one dog. So we, of course, have Airedale Terrier moved on. We have our Pekingese niece has moved on. The Neapolitan Mastiff, the floppy, droopy boy, the clumber spaniel, our chocolate chip boy, yes, the no. borzoi, our le- uh, regal, long-chambered woofer. Um, of course, the Sharpay, the most wrinkly of boys, our Welsh Corgi, who's surprised to be there but so tiny and so cute, and the Commodore, who is a literal mop. Books, which dog do you believe should be
1: best in show?
2: Um, you know what? I'm going to have to go with our Sharpay. Our no, the wrinkly boy. <gasps> I was
1: going to go with the Sharpay. That's your vote as well? My vote is also for the
0: Sharpay. Then we have a unanimous. It is the Sharpay. The Sharpay has indeed been named best in show this year. Thank you guys for helping me with this. I think we have corrected, um, you know, the travesties of other mm-hmm. dog shows. They tend to not respect wrinkles or respect the bigger boys. So now with this unnational dog show, we can say the Sharpay has won. Yay. Um. Cool. That was a great success, though. so let's go ahead and keep that rolling. Can you guys share your crit successes?
2: Maya, uh, my crit success kind of inadvertently involves some theft, guys, so I I Hell don't yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, not really though, but a little bit. Um, but I did confirm I'm allowed to steal these things that I have stolen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so it's a legal theft sort of. Uh, so I live in a house that I bought a year and a half ago. and for some reason, the previous owner of my house, still has not figured out how to properly change her address on some things, um, which is a year and a half is a real long time. But mm-hmm. uh, the last week I kept getting Cole's packages in <laughs> her name and big old bulky Kohl's packages the first one I accidentally opened because I've been getting wedding gifts still and I Mm -hmm. just didn't even like look really I was like oh someone must have sent us something open it and I was like I did not no one no one sent us socks I don't think these are all women's socks and I looked at the name and I'm like nope previous owner um and then I got another one and so then I called Kohl's because I have no way to contact the previous owner I never like we never got in contact with her we went straight through real estate Uh, And my realtor was not her realtor. So I contacted Coles and I told them what was happening. And the person on the end was like, yeah, we don't want to inconvenience you and we don't need them back. So like, that's her problem. You get to keep anything that comes to you. Wow. So, um, guys, I've gotten two sweaters and like seven sets of really nice Columbia, like wool socks and fleece line socks and super soft socks and they are perfect because I'm about to go to a 40 degree, like high of 40 degree state. Um, so I need all these warm socks and they're mine. And I didn't have to do anything for these sweaters or socks. They're just. I'm so jealous.
0: This is literally fun. the biggest success that could ever happen. Is w- you, w-
2: Yeah. I had to call. I made sure that I wasn't supposed to like walk to a Kohl's and be like, Hey, these aren't mine. Sorry. When you uh,
1: w- realize the power that you have now, did you just like scream, Santa came early and then just start ripping open your packages. Cause I feel like that's what I would do. I should it's like, have. Oh my God, Santa's
2: here again. But it was like that Pulse. because I did have another package that I had just <gasps> sitting there because I paid attention and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, now I get to open this one. And apparently, and then I was like, Oh, it's sweaters. And I was like, oh no uh, this girl my size that's oh, probably the best thing what a dream too, because these sweaters were in my size the one that was supposed to be a little more fitted was a small the one that you'd want to be more like a sweatshirt baggy wear over leggings was a medium so she is um, good yeah this was she's dressing you too so mm, nice this is just shop. like your shark
1: tank pitch I know she you does. have this
2: she did this she's for doing me. This. and guess what this is all packed in my suitcase <gasps> for my cold weather trip
0: you have a little angel looking out for you. <laughs> it's huge.
2: I do feel bad. She was obviously expecting like some really warm clothes for whatever she was doing.
0: Hopefully and, she has some know. time until she needs these warm clothes. Yeah. <laughs> do are we going to share this success?
1: I think we are. All right. I'll go ahead and let you share this. Drop it. Uh, so we actually did something this weekend. We went out to LA twice. Um, Rachel. crave. Yeah, brave. We went there. um, We live about 40 minutes, depending upon traffic uh, to LA. uh, But we don't really go there often because, you know, the traffic and the streets are hard to navigate and stuff. But... We went to LA, we saw a comedy show, which was fantastic. We did get scared afterwards, but during the super, whole comedy funny. Show, it super was, good It was super fun, super good. Um so we saw Demi Ajawe mm-hmm. and the uh, Everything Is Good. And so there's a bunch of other great comedians. We saw Cassie's favorite comedian, which is Lou Wilson. Lou Wilson, which we brought up before because he has a really great laugh. Um and both Demi and Lou were standing right next to us for a very long time. And um that's who we did not say hi to you. uh we also went and s- to uh saw 100 gex the following night um like a young person who? went
0: to a 100 gex concert
1: the people in front of us were born in 2005 no 2005
0: 2005 there were a lot of parents here because they legally needed to bring their
1: kids yes so wow. we were in the back having the fucking time of our lives with all the moms and it was fantastic Uh hundred guys was great in concert and a fucking vibe loved it they also had to play some like throwback songs which was avril lavigne yes.
2: and fucking
1: no doubt what that was underscores who played some throwback covers he had to make sure to indicate that they were covers um so no one thought he was doing an original song when he did skater boy um <laughs> because and- it's that old
2: that half the audience wouldn't remember the original
1: yeah no no one was alive for that um and finally the, the other success is we went to a drag show
0: oh the concert and drag show same night same night like again like a young person
2: we were like fucking wow. young
1: people it was an insane like really fun night and i two am very jealous
2: Nelly. but also don't think there's enough coffee in the world for me to keep up with you two and we are i'm the younger stuff this little trio <laughs> <laughs> that just it was makes a
0: lot sad But it was just so many, like both were just so much fun that, you know,
1: kept you alive. It's one of those these were like these are both things that I did because first of all seeing Demi, he's like close enough, but like in LA which we just don't like to drive, you know, forty minutes because we're awful like that. And I realized during the pandemic, like, hey, it's so close. Why did you miss out on this opportunity? So I was like, the first time he has a show in LA, I'm gonna get tickets. So that's Mm -hmm. what we did.
2: Worth it. No, I'm proud of you. No regrets. It was awesome
1: it was great it was so much fun perfect weekend um
0: but yeah that is obviously my success as well um all right you guys let's go ahead and go to i think you were also successful at getting points i think it really came in with your shark tank pitches so caitlin can you give us the point totals
1: yes at the bottom of the leaderboard with 81,102 points is cassie and (laughs) in the middle of the leaderboard with 84,283 points is books and at the top of the leaderboard, with all the barks behind her, it's Caitlin with eighty-five thousand eight hundred and thirty points. It's me.
0: It's more insulting that all the barks were behind you. How dare that actually happen? Yeah,
1: happened? I
0: mean it was actually what happened. Yeah, it was rude. Um, all right, congrats to you, I guess. Um, but also, my time as DM has come to an end. I got to hand over this power now. I normally have to roll for it, but it can only be books. So it's books. A me. Books, it's a her. She will be the DM next week. Um, You can travel with her to Little Italy, Canada, of course. Um, But if you want to be a part of that episode or have a chance to be a part of it, um then go ahead and send over your questions to us because when we roll a 10 that's follower question so we will answer that when we roll that uh, if you want to send that over you can in a couple ways first is by reaching out through social media we're at unnatural 20s on facebook twitter and instagram we also have an email it's unnatural20s at gmail.com uh speaking of that social media go ahead and follow us while you're there because you know we got that good content we'll go ahead and share some of these doggos while we're there too Got to Got's to show you these dogs Um, and while I'm making requests, let me, I'm just going to go ahead and ask that you guys also write a review for us over on Apple podcasts. If you do as a thank you, we'll send you a pair of dice for writing that review. You just got to reach out, let us know you're the one who wrote it and how to get those dice to you. And it will happen. Um, if you have some extra money and also want to support us financially, then, you know, we would love that. And, you know, we got a way for you to do that. It's of course going to be patreon.com slash unnatural twenties. You can head over there and check out all the tiers that we have and what you get at each tier. There's a bunch of little goodies. Um, if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to and are a fan of ours, then boy, I have a treasure chest of recommendations for you guys. That's because we're part of the Scavengers Network, which is full of really great shows. One that I'll tell you about is The Lost Years, which is a Boy Meets World review podcast. So if you're looking to fill your some 90s vibes and go back, either you haven't watched it or you want to relive it, go ahead and follow along with this podcast, The Lost Years. That is their show. This has been Unnatural 20s. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. Ruff. <laughs>